I think I've finally done it. I found a cliche that I don't agree with. Fake it until you make it. What comes to my mind when I think of that phrase is pretending to be something for long enough that eventually you become it. It's something that I tested out for years and it didn't work out. Without having to dive into the backstory I've covered previously, I grew up with some serious confidence issues. I was surrounded by high status friends, guys that were elite athletes, successful dating, always making people laugh, etc. And I always felt like the odd one out. There was one time that sticks out in my mind. I heard through other people that the friend group had gotten together and I wasn't invited. And that hurt a lot. Before this turns into a complete sob story, we were young. This was middle school, maybe just getting to high school. And most of that friend group are still among my best friends that I'm still in touch with to this day. We were just learning and maturing together. Tangent over, back to the story. I remember feeling really alone that night. And I don't know if I had read it or I heard it somewhere, but this idea of fake it till you make it popped into my mind. And I was someone who was lacking confidence. So I told myself I was going to fake confidence. I was going to project it. And for, and if I did this for long enough, then eventually I would become confident. This didn't go too well. For one, I didn't know how truly confident people carried themselves. Instead, what I did is I imitated those guys in my friend group. In that kind of social circle, a bunch of athletes, you have to be on high alert kind of all the time because the moment that you fuck up just a little bit, that can stay as a running joke in the group for years. And there's nothing inherently wrong with this kind of biting scent sense of humor. It can make sure that everyone in the group stays accountable. It can govern respectful or decent behavior, and it can just bring levity to situations. But especially as we're growing up all too often, we push boundaries a little bit too far and we pile on the insults well after a well after the time that it's been funny has passed. I was certainly a target of this, but I also found myself being that person who piled on to someone else in the group. I felt a disconnect. Like the person that I was portraying was not who I actually was. And I reasoned with myself that I just had to fake it more. And by 
trying to act more like the group I was a part of, that kind of basketball friend group, I began to be judged as a member of that group. In high school, I had many different social, social circles. I was an athlete, I was a basketball player, but I also played volleyball. I was in drama and I sang in the choir. I was always interacting with different people and I started to realize that my involvement with, my, not just my involvement, but me acting more like the basketball guys, well, while maybe endearing myself to that group, I was starting to rub people in these other social circles the wrong way. I can remember having friends in those social groups telling me that people didn't like me because I was just another one of the basketball guys. And now that made me really confused because I was fitting in more with that core social group of friends, but in doing so, I was causing other people to dislike me. High school is a strange place, man. Looking back at it now, in hindsight, I realized one of my biggest problems growing up was I was a people pleaser. I didn't just want everyone to like me, I needed people to like me. And that caused me to put on a different act depending on which social group I was a part of. I was the cocky jock with the basketball guys. I was the class clown in the choir. I was the model church going Mennonite kid on Sunday mornings. And this all left me with a sense of not having an identity at all. The beginning of grade 11 was when I really hit rock bottom in regards to that feeling of losing my identity. I had decided that I wasn't going to be pursuing basketball at a post-secondary level, which left a huge void because I'd always identified myself as a basketball player. I had broken up with a girl that I'd been dating for two years up at that point, which left another void of identity. I was a part of one of the probably the best high school teams in high school volleyball in Canada. And because of that, understandably, I got no playing time. To cap that all off, the faith that I had grown up with, which I had already had been, which I had already been doubting for a while, I couldn't control those doubts anymore. And I just felt lost, I guess. After years of trying to fake it, I was left with absolutely nothing. Then I got out of it, piece by piece, and it took a number of years to probably get back to, well, for sure, it took years to get to the point I am now. I talked to people about how I was feeling and to be perfectly honest, I probably talked to too many people, but those that were closest to me helped me rally. I came to a tenuous piece with how my basketball career had gone to that point. 
I never got back together with that girlfriend, but we became extremely close friends. I learned to enjoy my time on that volleyball team and just relished the challenge of practicing against that great collection of athletes. And finally, I started to develop a framework of faith and religion that I felt comfortable with and that I could believe in without having to pretend. Like I said, this was not, these were not things that happened overnight. And it's something I continue to, I continue to work on. It's an ongoing process, but through it all, I've come out the other end of it as what 15 year old Matt wanted all along. And that is a confident young man. Here are some of the things that I've taken away from these years of working towards this confidence. Firstly, faking it doesn't work. I understand the premise of the cliche, but faking confidence is no way of actually becoming confident. If anything, it made me feel as if I was walking a tightrope. And the more that I faked it, the more I put on a persona, the higher that tightrope got lifted off the ground, meaning the fall became more and more terrifying. Confidence came to me by doing. Speaking of doing, let's use basketball as an example. When it came to basketball, I always thought that I worked hard. And in some ways that was true. What I realized, however, was I, would, I was not working smart enough or consistently enough to achieve actual confidence in my game. My confidence only grew when I consistently put in work. And I know that may sound, it sounds simple or it sounds like it's common sense, but instead of working out once or twice a week at this 100% intensity where I didn't want to work out the other days, I started working out five or six days a week. And I was maybe never reaching the peak intensity of those sessions, but I was being more diligent in what I was working on. I began to work smarter. I identified what was the most important part of my game that I needed to fix. And for me, that was shooting. And within that, I realized that there was mechanical issues that I had to work out. That no matter how many game-like reps I got up, I would still be shooting suboptimally. So I started to design my workouts around improving my shooting form. So here's what an actual one hour workout I would potentially go through would work, would look like. I'd spend five minutes ball handling and most of that ball handling is just focused on stopping and starting. I focus more on my feet than the actual action of dribbling the basketball. Then I'd spend about five minutes shooting various touch shots, floaters, hooks, just developing a feel of that ball going through the hoop. 
Then I'd spend about 30 minutes working on a specific aspect mechanically of my shot. And it might be one or two things, but these aren't game shots. These are shots where I'm looking for to improve a certain aspect of my shot that day. It could be rhythm, it could be set point, it could be the app release, it could be my guide hand. Whatever I think has been bothering me the most with my shot, I work on that. That's about half an hour. Then I'd probably spend about 15 minutes shooting just the shots I know I'm gonna get in a game. Most of these are catch and shoot, maybe one or two dribble, maybe some little bit side, side steps or inside hand finishes, but they're the shots that I know I'm gonna get in the game and then five minutes that are spread throughout on free throws or just getting water. Lastly, you simply have to be honest with yourself. Even if you're a great actor and you can fool people for a while, you can't bullshit yourself. That was something that I struggled with for a long time. I wanted to please everyone, but I can remember throwing a verbal jab at one of my friends that I didn't feel very good about. I can remember going to church and feeling fake. I had to learn to be selfish and selfishness elicits a negative response in our society. But I found that the more selfish I've gotten, the better my relationships have gotten as well. Before, I would say yes to almost anything asked of me because I didn't want that person to look negatively upon me. Even if I really didn't want to do the thing they were asking. And if you do this for long enough, it causes resentment, which stagnates or fractures that relationship. One of these examples that come to my mind was my boss offered me a new position and I wasn't sure if I wanted to take it, but my boss had been really good to me and I didn't want to let him down. So I took it. And that summer I was overworked. My job performance suffered. And by the end of the summer, I was ready to walk away from the organization completely. Luckily, I had a conversation, a honest conversation with my boss. And we came to an understanding that that was not the role that was best for me. I wouldn't have had to go through that experience at all if I'd just been honest in the first place. But we learned our lesson and we moved forward and I love work again. I usually love cliches, but I can't stand behind this one and endorse it. To me, you only become something by working hard, smart, and consistently enough at that thing. And if you do that for long enough, you'll eventually become it.